Welcome to Find Your Sexy, the podcast that encourages self-love and celebrates female sexuality. I'm your host, Kelsey Valletta, and I want to help you discover your own unique sexy and learn to embrace it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me as we break the stigma together. Welcome back to Find Your Sexy. I am going to share with you 10 limiting beliefs that we all need to let go of right now. I'm sick of it. You're sick of it. We're all sick of these damn limiting beliefs and we deserve better, to be quite honest. So let's talk about these 10 limiting beliefs that you can let go of right now to be a happier, more present, more confident version of you. That sounds good, right? You want that. You deserve that. Okay, so let's get started. Number one, let go of the belief that you are too old or too young. And you know what I'm talking about. I bet you are sweet ass that you have thought that you are too old or too young for at least one thing throughout your life. Probably at least 10 times if we're being honest. I know I've been there. You are not too old or too young to do anything. This is where we need to dismiss the belief that our age defines who we are and what we are able to do in our life. If you have an idea, a passion, go for it. The perfect time to do anything is right now. And I feel like that's such a cheesy thing to say. That's like such a inspirational quote you would see somewhere, but it's so true. You're not too old if you decide that you want to go back to school at 40. You're not too young to start a business if you're 19 years old. If you want to do something, that is on your heart for a reason. There's no time like right now. So just do it. Let's all agree to just release that limiting belief right now. (sighs) Okay, released. Okay, we're moving on to number two. Number two I don't know enough. This is what my friend and mentor, Lindsay Schwartz, who I've recently had her on the podcast, she she has this thing that she calls the cute quit. And she talked about this in our in our conversation. So if you haven't listened to it, definitely go back and check that out when you're done with this episode. But basically, she talks about the cute quit, and it's all these reasons, all these excuses why we just can't do something. It's just easier to quit. And I also talk about this when I talk about being unreasonable, right? So when we tell ourselves that we don't know enough, we're totally selling ourselves short. We are basically saying that we do not have what it takes to figure out what needs to be figured out in order to do what we want to do. That's not cool. We deserve more than that. Even if we don't know something, we are all smart enough and resourceful enough to learn and figure out what it is that we want to know more about. So the next time you find yourself thinking, I don't, I don't know enough about that. Like, how could I join this conversation? I don't know enough. Hey, that's okay. You only know what you know. Go learn what you want to learn. It's okay. Don't let what you know stop you from learning the things that you want to know. Okay, so let's all release that together. (sighs) 
I kind of just decided we're doing a deep breath and releasing. So we're releasing that. Okay. Number three, one of my favorites. I'm the only one experiencing what it is that I'm going through right now. Oftentimes this comes up when we are struggling, going through a difficult time, experiencing hardship. And it's really, really easy for us to lose perspective. And oftentimes we fall into a pattern of this lovely little pity party. And I'm not saying that we can't feel what we feel and go through those emotions. But oftentimes we like to think that they're that we're the only ones experiencing what we're experiencing. So let's talk about this when it comes to the relationship of ourselves, shall we? If you are in a season of your life where you are really struggling to feel comfortable in your body, whether it's internally, something externally, it's really been difficult for you to just be out in the world existing in your body. Just know that you are not the only one feeling that way. And I don't say that to take that validation away from you. I say that to validate what you are experiencing. Know that there's a comfort in knowing that you're not alone. That other people, other women are, are experiencing and have experienced some of these things that you're going through. Some of these feelings that are coming up that aren't pleasant. And it's hard. And I say this as a reminder, an important reminder to know that you are never alone. You are never alone in any experience or thought or feeling that you are currently going through. So the next time you have something move through you and you feel like no one can understand, just know that other people have slash are experiencing something very, very similar They've gotten through it and they're also getting through it with you. You guys are in this together. There's something so comforting about accepting that truth. Okay, so let's let go of that limiting belief that we're the only ones experiencing anything. (sighs) Okay, we let that go. Number four, I'll never be successful. I truly believe that This belief, unfortunately, is something that a lot of people feel and believe deep down, even if they've never admitted this out loud. But this belief of I'll never be successful really was born out of the stigma of what it means to be successful. So I want you to begin to redefine the relationship that you have with success. What does success even mean or look like to you? Is it about money? Is it a bottom line? Is it a number in your head that if I reach this amount of money, then I will be successful? Or do you view success more holistically as what your entire life will have to offer you? Define what success really means to you. And I'm willing to bet, once again, that you will feel like you've already been more successful than you realized. 
We, we are over allowing society in the world to tell us what success looks like. It's time to take it into our own hands and we are going to release that limiting belief that we can never be successful because we get to determine what success means to us. Okay, so let's let that go. Okay, next limiting belief. Once blank happens, then I will be happy. Oof, oof. I don't know about you, but I felt this like deep in my gut. I know I've been there. I have thought that once I accomplished something, once I reached this level of status, once, once I had this person or this, this relationship in my life, then I will be happy. But the problem with this belief is that we are admitting that we can never be happy in the present moment. Because when we think this way, we are always chasing the next thing that we feel like we need to fill a void that we think that we have in order to feel happy. And we're not able to ever truly feel happy in the present moment. And I don't know about you, but I want to be happy. I want to look back at my life and feel like I really enjoyed every moment, every year, and was in it. And that is not possible when we are living with this belief of once blank happens, then I will be happy. It's great to have goals. It's great to have dreams. It's great to have a bucket list. That's great. But just just know that those will only add to the joys of your life. We get to decide that we are happy right now by the way that we live our life today. The things that we fill our days with today in the present moment. So let's not think that way anymore. Let's not, let's not live our lives unable to be happy in the present moment. So let's take a deep breath and release, release that limiting belief. Okay, number six, I will never fit in. And if you've felt this way, man, I, I feel you. I feel like I've, I've gone through so much of my life feeling and, and saying because it, it was what I felt. I just feel like I don't fit in. I feel like no one gets me. I feel like I'm different. I don't have a place where I feel like I belong. And while we crave that, while we crave to be understood and feel like we have a place, it's, it's ingrained in us. It's in our nature as human beings. What we need to do is pivot that belief of I will never fit in to understand that it is a gift to not fit into the crowd not to fit in with everyone else, but actually to belong in our own identity. So the next time that you feel that you are struggling to fit in, I want you to remember this and remind yourself that as long as you feel like you belong in your own identity, that you feel like you are living in integrity with your values, what, what you stand for, who you are, that's all that matters. That is you fitting right in to this, to this world. 
you are right where you're supposed to be, adding your unique perspective, adding your unique value to the people in your lives. So we don't want to fit in. We want to belong in our own identity. So let's release that that limiting belief right there. All right, that one's that one's out. All right, number 7. If I fail, then I am a failure. This one I I'm smiling. I'm smiling saying this because I have had personally a very long relationship with what failure means. And, you know, I think that we, as kids, a lot of us start doing competitive things, right? Like we start playing board games, we start playing sports, there's dance competitions, whatever it is that you do. And naturally, we are taught of this competitive nature of win or lose. You succeed or you fail, right? Like if you're on a soccer team and your, your team loses, you failed. And you feel like you have to do better so you can succeed and win next time. But the problem is, is that we take that, that success or failure mindset into the rest of our lives. And we make life this competition. So if we fail at one thing, then that must mean we are a failure. And in order to get validation to get uh, the accolades that we might crave from this competitive nature, we feel like we have to prove ourselves in order to win back that approval. But my absolute favorite thing about failure, probably my favorite lesson that I've ever learned about what it means to fail is that it really is just an opportunity. Again, that's another cheesy quote that you could probably see posted on some business guys, you know, Instagram, but failing at something is the biggest opportunity to learn. It is the biggest opportunity for you to celebrate what you did right and what you, I don't want to say did wrong, could do better on. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow and you're not defined by that. So just to say that you fail at something, to fail at one thing does not make you a failure. Remember, we don't don't use these negative words to define ourselves. We don't label ourselves this way. So if you fail at something, great, great. Can't can't wait to see what what you do next. Does not mean you are a failure. It means that you are a human being who is learning and growing. And that is the most beautiful thing. That is all that we can ask for. So let's all right now release that limiting belief that if you fail, you are a failure. Okay, breathe in. It's out. It's out of there. All right, number eight. Who would love me? Who would love me? This belief is going to come up a lot for you mostly if you haven't done much self-love work. If you haven't done much healing, if you haven't gone to therapy, if you haven't started to really get curious about the relationship that you have with yourself. And if you haven't, just know that's okay. You're here. You're listening to this podcast. You are obviously wanting to learn more. And this is something 
that we have to learn through changing our perspective. And in order to do that, we have to change our mindset and the way that we choose to view ourselves. So when we think, who would love me? What we're admitting out loud to God, the universe, is that we're not lovable, that we're not capable of being loved. There's nothing redeeming about us that deserves love. And I'm going to prove you wrong right now because I'm willing to bet you have at least one person in your life who really, truly loves you. One person who you know would do anything for you, would be there for you at the drop of a hat with any phone call. They would go above and beyond because they love and care about you. That's proof right there that you... You are lovable. You are worthy of love. And there are people out there who love you. So we do ourselves a disservice by thinking, who would love me? And if you find yourself asking this question and thinking this way, just know that it starts with you. Another movie line. But you need to learn how to love yourself first. And that will truly help you Learn and see and understand what makes you so amazing that obviously other people would love you. So it all starts with the way that you choose to love yourself. Again, you're listening to this podcast, so I know that you've been curious and you've wanted to do some of this work, or maybe you've already began. Keep working on your self-love practices and it will become more and more apparent to you why other people would love you. Okay, so let's obviously release that one. (sighs) Okay, number nine. Life is supposed to be hard. It is no secret that, yeah, life, life is hard. You know, sometimes it's going to be great and it's sunshine and rainbows and some days are going to be really, really fucking hard. And everybody has different circumstances, different privileges. No one has the same baseline of what life looks like. But it's not a secret. Life is going to be hard. But it doesn't mean that we should tell ourselves that life is supposed to be hard. We often make things harder for ourselves because we feel like we have to endure them and prove that we can get past them in order to like earn or deserve happy days or good things happening for us in life. We need to stop making our lives harder than life already naturally is. We need to start changing our perspective and choosing to do things that are going to benefit us and make things easier for us, make things more enjoyable, and really just set ourselves up for as much success in life, again, whatever that means to you, however you define success, as much as possible. Let's let's all agree to stop to stop telling ourselves that life is supposed to be hard, okay? We're going to pinky promise to that right now, virtual pinky promise. Breathe in and release that belief. Okay, our last belief that we're going to talk about today, I have to earn my rest and my happiness. We live in such a hustle, hustle culture. Hustle culture is ingrained in 
the the very being of the way that we operate as a society now in 2022. Like, we basically are told that we need to be, especially as women, right? Like, you need to be being a good wife, being a good mom. You have to have a, a career, but you also don't have something on the side. Oh, you're not always redoing and decorating your house. You're not always cleaning your house so it looks perfect. You're not cooking three meals a day for your entire family. It just, it never ends. We also, because of social media, are always seeing the best of everyone else. And we subconsciously have this keeping up with the Joneses mentality, a feeling like we have to prove, you know, how incredible we are. Look at me. I do so much. I work so hard. And because I can prove that to you, I won't feel guilty about resting. Because you can see that I did X, Y, Z, look at all these things I accomplished, look how hard I work every day, it is okay now for me to rest. Just know that you don't need permission from anybody to rest. You don't need to earn you resting and taking care of your body. You don't need to earn being happy by showing everybody else all of these things, all of these reasons why you think that means that you can be happy. And I just want to clarify, I don't think this is, this is not something that most of us do consciously. I think it's, it's something that's done on this subconscious level that really is just, it it's, was created in this, in this hustle culture, in this social media society that we are living in. And we just, we don't know. We don't know until we stop and realize what the hell we're even doing. Why are we working so damn hard? Who, who are we trying to prove anything to? If you want to rest, if you want to take a vacation, if you want, if you want to literally spend a day doing absolutely nothing, if you want to sleep in, you are allowed to do that. I'm also saying that to myself, you guys, because resting is something that I that I struggle with. This is probably the limiting belief that I that I hold on to the most. That I have to earn my rest. If I if I haven't gotten enough done, again, what does that mean? Gotten enough done? Whatever I decide it is, is it ever enough? Probably not. Then I can't rest. That's what I tell myself. That's that limiting belief I tell myself. So. I'm going to hold myself accountable with you right now to, to do my very best to let that go and to understand that I, I'm worthy of, of resting and feeling happy without having to prove anything to anyone. All right, let's breathe in, release that together. <sighs> okay, I needed that. I hope this helps. I hope that you... Come back and revisit this episode if you ever feel like you are struggling with any of these 10 limiting beliefs. And again, just know that you're not alone. We all deal with these. I, I came up with this list out of personal experience, okay? Like, I get it. I get it. These are all thoughts that come up. But just know, again, they are thoughts. They are those limiting beliefs. They are not facts. They are exactly what, what they're called, limiting beliefs. They are beliefs that are limiting us from being the best version of ourselves. They are limiting us from living the best life that we want to live. They are limiting us 
from fully getting to experience who we are and all of our authenticity and our joy. And we deserve to feel that way. Okay, we let go of those 10 limiting beliefs. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, go out there and find your sexy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more information, visit findyoursexy.co or follow me on social media at Kelsey Valletta. And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy. 